Dude, so today I saw something I thought I'd never see. Uh, the largest portion of the Berlin Wall in the United States. What? Yeah, all right. It's in Fulton, Missouri at uh, Westminster College, along with the church where uh, Winston Churchill grew up. Really? Yeah. So they, is, hold on, I need to swallow my gum. That's going to be super <laughs> annoying. So they have a piece of the wall? Yeah. So uh, one of my buddies from college is a football coach out there, mm-hmm. and I reached out to him to go. <laughs> that face is uh, incredible. Do you struggle swallowing gum? I don't know why, but it's like when I know I have to swallow something, or like forcing myself to swallow something, I can't. Mm, I Sometimes with that. like pills and stuff, too. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. Anyway, you have a friend? Yeah, so he's a football coach out at Westminster College right now. And I reached out to him and said, hey, can I go recruit some of your kids to come work at camp this summer? He said, of course. And so afterwards, we were driving around town, and um, he was just showing all, me, all the things on campus. And so it was the church where um, Winston Churchill went, and it's the oldest freestanding building in America. Really? And then they also have a chunk of the Berlin Wall. And I guess they have a speaking series. They're a super historical place. And yeah. So they have a speaking series, and people like Bernie Sanders have come and talked there, and other presidential candidates. And I was just mm-hmm. mind blown. This is in Missouri? Random little town. How is it that Missouri can have the oldest standing building? Because it was, uh, so it was built in the 1200s, and it was shipped over. They, they uh, took it apart uh-huh. from its place in England. Uh-huh. And then put it back together here. That doesn't count. That's history, though. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like it counts if they take something apart and put it back together at a new place. It's a pretty crazy thing, though, because I've been to two colleges recruiting where they've done that. Because they also did the Baker University. I don't remember how old that church was, but oh. yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I don't think you can say it's like the oldest building in the United States if they had to disassemble it and bring it here. But I mean, it's like the oldest set of Legos in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. That's but my opinion. It was pretty cool though. Yeah. Cool looking. That is cool. Really nice chandeliers inside. Cool. Yeah. I- Westminster College, home of the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. All right. Dude, it is so nice out. <laughs> it's incredible. Technically not supposed to have the windows open while you're recording because of cars driving by huh. and stuff. But makes sense. Uh I don't really care because I like the fresh air. Yeah. So I'm gonna gonna suck it up. Everyone needs to suck it up this week. It's it's true. Bro, I almost even, I was driving back today and I almost even turned on the AC in my car (laughs) because the sun was roasting, but I was Uh, going down the interstate. Yeah. But I sucked it up because it's not time for AC. Yeah. You're not a windows down on the interstate kind of guy. Absolutely not. That gets so loud. It it does. And I just try to listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with that. If If it was music, that's fine. Yeah. You can't listen to a podcast with the windows open. Yeah. I feel like even in town, it's hard. Yeah. If you're like trying to actually listen to words. It's true. I don't know. It's true. Cool. Well, uh, how's life? Dude, life's pretty good. Good. There's a lot of good things happening in the camp world. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal life is great. Everything's <laughs> good. pretty good right now. Good. Yeah, how are you? Uh, I am really good, I think. Uh, it's <laughs> it's hard for me to be in a bad mood when the weather is nice. I've noticed. Mm, that's um, good. I've also started taking multivitamins, mm. which surprisingly I've noticed have a significant effect on my mood. It might be placebo. Makes sense, though. But I also know that, like, taking B vitamins um, is good for your mood, just general well-being. And so I've for the last, like, week week or two weeks, I've started every day 
Um, the first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I chug like a giant glass of water. a boy. Because we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but like I get kind of cranky and I think you do too. hundred percent. dehydrated. Yeah. And that's usually like the state that everyone wakes up in is pretty <laughs> dehydrated. And then, uh, I usually just like go straight to the shower and then go to work and like it have coffee before I even drink water. Yeah. So I've started chugging water and then part of that is I've been taking multivitamin before I even get to the shower. So. Uh, by the time I'm at work, I'm usually feeling pretty all right. Good on you. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. Um, but yeah, the weather's nice. I'm in a good mood. Um, so yeah, life's pretty good. Cool. I might uh, bring up a potential mood killer for you. Okay. But I was told to ask, uh, what happened at Ski Ball last night? There's one specific guy that I heard got pretty on your nerves. Really? Yeah. Somebody who was real cocky. You guys beat him. And, uh, he got, okay. So yeah, I've talked about this on here. I'm in the ski ball league. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just catching our listeners up. Uh, (laughs) I'm in this Monday night ski ball league at this bar downtown called Uptown. It's a arcade bar. It's actually, it's a, it's pretty fun time. Um, I was in a bad mood because like we had lost our first game and I felt like we could have won. Hmm. Based on our past performance, like we, like none of us were doing well. And so I was just kind of irritable. Uh, I get overly competitive over these stupid things. This is why sure. I, I don't normally do like <laughs> rec league sports or, yeah. you know, anything like this because I take it too seriously. But um, there's this one guy on the team who, <laughs> the um, other team, the other team who, like, this is his jam. Like, ski ball is his thing. Like, he is really good, and it just always kind of annoys me when people are really good at stupid things like skee-ball. Sure. <laughs> like, he uh, he can just, like, drain hundreds and fifties, like, left and right, which is, like, the highest scoring um, holes. And so I was getting annoyed because, like, they were, their team, like, wasn't really paying attention. So whenever it was their turn, like, we would have to remind them. We were always kind of waiting around on them. And then, like, none of them are really taking it seriously, but then they would beat us. Like, we would be up for the round, and then, like, the last ball that they threw would, like, be a 100 and send mm-hmm. them over. And they would beat us by, you know, like, 10 or 20 points. Yeah. So it was, like, they were throwing terrible for all eight balls, and then this guy would drain 100 and then somehow beat us. Like, yeah. So it was just annoying. But uh, we ended up winning the game, which was good. And then... uh we ended up talking to those guys after, and he was actually pretty cool. So I felt bad. Oh, okay, about, I felt bad okay. about my uh, my uh, snap judgment of mm-hmm. him. But the story I heard was after you guys were talking, he was still kind of annoying because he was all like, "Well, I was on lane two, oh, and yeah. I just don't throw good on lane <laughs> two. And but he was also saying like because um, Braden said something. He said the better team lost because they were like they were all pretty good. Um, but the way the tournament, like the game set up, like they really, the second half of the game is basically, they call it the challenge rounds where they mm. make you throw like behind your back or like stupid stuff that no one like sure. practices. So it's, it, it's a pretty good equalizer and it's pretty easy like to like come back and win. And that's like our bread and butter. <laughs> like we, we're, we do very well in the challenge rounds for some reason. Um, and so Braden was like, yeah, I think the better team actually lost tonight. And the guy was like, no dude, that's not how it works. Like you guys made a great comeback and, mm. So he was pretty cool, and, like, um, he was saying things, like, if we were playing on lane one, like, I would have thrown, like, a 500-point a 500 game, 500 game easy, yeah. which is, like, super good. And he's like, but it's just the way it goes, you know? That's why, I, that, 
he made it seem like he enjoys that that's the way the tournament is, huh. you know? So it's like, you can't just come in and run the board every time because they switch the lanes and they come up with new challenges every week. So good deal. Yeah. It's good yeah, to it's hear good. two different sides of that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that, that I'm guessing Braden told yeah. you this. I'm, it's weird that he said that because we were like, they were all talking, like just shooting the breeze. I left early because I had to get home, but yeah, I didn't. I thought I was the only one that thought he was annoying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun time. If you uh, have the opportunity to do a ski ball league, I would maybe try it. I know. I'm waiting for the day when you guys need a sub. Dude. Because Brain was trying to get me out last night. Yeah. And I was like, well, can I be on your team? And he's like, no, but other teams always <laughs> need subs. I'm like, I really don't want to play with somebody else yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you going. I can't wait. Time. I can't wait. Yeah. For sure. All right. You ready for the icebreaker? Let's do it. Dude, so I walked into your house, saw your Chiposaurus Rex. <laughs> Nachosaurus. Nachosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to know, what's your favorite thing to put on a chip? My favorite thing to put on a chip? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's salsa, honestly. Mm. Like, my my favorite snack is um, chips and salsa. Nice. Like, I don't really like sitting down and eating potato chips too much or, like, Doritos, like chips and salsa is my jam. Okay. I'm pretty pretty low key. What about you? Uh mine is definitely a buffalo chicken dip. Ooh, I love to one. put that on a chip. Yeah. It sounds really good right now. Yeah. It always sounds good. Yeah. We also we like spinach dip quite a bit. Oh, spinach Lauren is and good. I do. Yeah. Do you, have you ever made a cheese ball? I have not, but those are good too. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> Anytime there's cheese involved, it's hard to go wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I've never made one. I've I think I've only ever had like uh store bought ones. Mm. I found out they're pretty easy to make. I went to a church to preach one time, and then some sweet old lady gave me a cookbook mm. afterwards. Yeah. And the only thing that was easy enough, not, not the only <laughs> thing, but like the most attractive thing at the time to make was a cheese ball. Isn't and it? I did. It was pretty good. Just like cream cheese with other shredded cheese in it. Pretty much, yeah. Like some seasoning. Some other stuff. Yeah. Nice. But it was easy. Yeah. Very easy, simple. Nice. Great tasting. Nice. Yeah. You could impress some people with that one. I feel you like. really Especially can Although, how do you get it in the ball? You have to mold it yeah, with you your just hands. Mold it with your hands. That's kind of gross. That's fine, because it doesn't get cooked though. No, you're trusting that the person washed their hands thoroughly before snowballing this cheese ball together. You're not wrong, but also if you're cooking for somebody else and don't wash your hands, you're kind of a dickhead. Yeah, for sure. But there's a lot of dickheads, <laughs> especially the kind of people that are like looking for the easiest option to bring to a party or something. Yeah, you know. What? I guess. Uh, everything else gets cooked, so like you know, I really don't think about okay. that when I go to eat somebody else's food. <laughs> I don't either, but to be honest, like <laughs> I'm just thinking about it in a vacuum right now. But yeah, yeah, good deal. All right, man. Well, you had the main topic this week. You want to lead us off, dude? Yeah. So I've been thinking about something. I have a lot of what if situations that go through my head. Yeah, and sometimes it's easy for them to just go away because you know it's a what if situation, right? But I, I think I'm about to blow your mind. I don't know. Or you're just going to laugh really hard. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Um, so I've been watching Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And what if wizards and magic are real mm-hmm. and J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter to let us into that world, but wrote it as fiction so that we'll never think it's real? <laughs> I think about that all the time because Megan and I are watching Harry Potter right now. Yeah. And we're super deep into it. And every time I watch it, I'm like, what if this is a autobiography? Yeah. Not, not a, what if it's a biography <laughs> or like a historical or something yeah. like some way true? Yeah. Well, what if, what if Ex- man? expound on that for me? I don't know. It'd just be that's crazy. The, that's the furthest you've gotten. I just think about, 
That's about as all as far as I get. I just can't get my mind off it the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, this might actually be real. What if okay. you know Elon Musk is an alien? What if J.K. Rowling's a wizard? Could be. I feel like we'd we'd have some more evidence though. But maybe not. although okay. you can't do magic in Harry Potter. In Harry Potter though, like the wizards and are they? Do they call them witches? In the in, I think there are some witches, but they are wizards. Like so, Harry's a wizard, right? But like Hermione, is she a witch? Technically, I th- she's a wizard too. Everybody in Hogwarts is a All wizard. Right, so, so in the movie, at least, because I've never read the books, but there's like scenes where they go back and forth between like Harry's home city and then like Hogwarts. Yeah. So they like live among yeah. normal people. Exactly. That could be real, and they're not supposed to do magic here. Yeah. What if they are super strict about that? So everybody is really. Yeah. Understanding, because if you do magic here, maybe you lose it. Yeah. And they're like, I'm never going to do it here. But then they go to Hogwarts and they play their Quidditch. (laughs) Why wouldn't they just stay there? What's the point? Like, what would be the point of them coming back here if they can't even do the thing that they've been bred to do? Uh, Maybe it's a economy reason. Maybe they need the money to go to school. But like, why why can't they just establish? They're in a different world. You're right. So they can establish their own world there, right? I needed that thought to talk me out of this. But what if? It'd be so cool. Yeah, I mean, anything is, it's probably theoretically possible. I don't know. But, <laughs> but we, can, well, we can never say absolutely not. I just feel like if I was a wizard and I had all these powers, I would never leave the place uh, where I, I would never leave the place where I can use them to go to a place where I can't use them. That's fair. But it also only seems like, for the most part, that kids are the ones that have to leave the place. Right. Because they live in the real world. But how? Platform three... I know, but like... Nine and three quarters. How is it that they're born in the real world, but then they have to go back to the wizard world, and then they stay there? Like... I don't, I don't understand this. Why, well, well, it's why, because, why are their parents coming back to the real world to have kids and then just like... I, I, well, like Hermione, both her parents are regular humans. Yeah. And Harry, his parents died, and so he has to live with humans. Yeah. So like the magic kids' parents aren't necessarily magic. They could be... Sure, yeah. Mudbloods, is that what they're called? Muggles? Uh, muggles. <laughs> but like uh, Ron's parents, they yeah. are very much wizards. And they right. don't live in the real world. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. What if Hermione is among us? Yeah. How do they become magic, though, if neither of their parents I don't are know. magic? I wish they expanded on that because Hermione's magic. story. I guess it's just because magic, right? Harriet makes sense because his parents <laughs> his died parents. and nobody else in the family was able to raise him except for his jerk but off. But weren't his parents magic? They were, yeah. Whoever's listening to this who actually likes Harry Potter is probably trying to kill themselves right now, <laughs> listening to us struggle through this. Did you ever read the books? No. Me I don't either. know how maybe to read. Some- I don't know how to read. That's the problem with me too. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's something in the books that expounds upon that more. But just watching the movies, there's yeah. a solid what-if situation. There's also a lot of gaps. A ton of gaps. Now that I'm thinking back to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time though. Um, I interpreted this topic significantly differently that's incredible when you, when you proposed it i can't wait to hear what comes um, out of your mouth so i'm gonna that's what i was actually hoping for yeah because we needed something to bounce that out that was a bit much yeah but it's been what's I on do my have mind a, for a I long time i do have time. another one that i could throw at you that's in the same please vein. do what if all of your memories up until now are just implanted and your life just started 
you're you're part of the simulation. Hmm. And everything that you remember is just a program. That's really interesting. Hmm. I think about that a lot because there's no possible way to like disprove that. At least yeah. in my feeble little mind, I can't think of one. <laughs> my uh what if along those lines are what if like we're just living our own lives and everything that happens is in our our brain. Like yeah. what if you're not real? I'm just thinking you're real. Yeah, it's like a dream. Yeah. And then and then I'm like, how the heck would my brain come up with all this stuff? Yeah. I'm too stupid for that. But do you do you have vivid dreams? Very vivid, yeah. So like your brain can come up with those things. I know. Yeah. It's a weird world. I have ridiculous dreams, like so detailed and vivid. Do you dream every night? Yeah. Me too. There are very few times where I like don't remember my dreams, at least like right when I wake up. Like yeah. I don't remember what I dreamt about last night. I probably would like if something happened and it triggered it. But I, there's some people who tell me they either don't dream or like they never remember them or whatever. I don't yeah. believe them. Megan's that way. Because I'll wake up in the morning and be like, babe, I just dreamed whatever happened. She'll be like, wow. Yeah. And I'll say, did you dream anything? And she's like, you know, I don't remember it. I was like, okay. That's lame. <laughs> Yeah. Do dreams dream, are pretty cool, though. Do you dream in color? Uh-huh. Yeah, so do I. But my dad tells me that he only dreams in black and white. That's really interesting. Yeah. Is it because he grew up on black and white TV? That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, when uh, I, when I was younger and he told me that, that, that was the first thing that my brain went to. It's like, oh, well, your TVs are black and white. So, like, <laughs> for some reason, like, when I think, when I think about that time period when, like, everything, or, like, pre-TV or when TV was in black and white... I just like visualize it in black and white. It's very strange. I don't know why. That's fair. I know it's stupid because yeah. color has existed forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Dude, dreams are a really cool thing. I love dreaming. Do you? Mm -hmm. Do you have reoccurring dreams? Uh, Yeah. Well, I, not like the same dream, but I have recurring elements of dreams. Mm. Yeah. Uh, For a long time. Also, most of my dreams are nightmares. Are they, what, really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I have very few, like, good dreams. Um, because I, I think it's because I suppress anxiety mm. a lot. Yeah. Um, but, which is funny because I'm usually stressed out, like, visibly. <laughs> so there's, like, a whole other layer of anxiety that I'm suppressing. Um, but for a long time, I used to have recurring dreams. Uh, like, in high school and college, I would have dreams of uh, driving my car and, like, not being able to control it. Mm -hmm. And, like, my car was, like, indefinitely accelerating and my brakes wouldn't work or, like, <laughs> the steering wheel would not turn the way that I wanted it to or, like, sure. I'd fly off the road or something. Yeah, had those dreams a lot, huh. all the time. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, lately my dreams have been, like, um, having to save the day <laughs> in, like, really stressful, like, zombie apocalypse situations or, like... uh like apocalyptic world kind of thing. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't know why. That's wild. I also, I don't know if I subscribe to like dreams always mean things. I don't you think know? they do. Sometimes I think like I just played too many video games the night before <laughs> and like I'm dreaming about war or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. My dreams are usually pretty happy. Yeah. Um, and if I have a bad dream, I don't usually really have nightmares, but I'll have dreams. Like you said, your car drives off the road. Like, I'll have a dream where I f drive off a bridge or something. Yeah. And then it just turns into a falling dream, and then I hit the water, and I wake up, you and wake then up. my heart pounds, and I can't fall back asleep. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, they're pretty usually friendly dreams. Yeah. I enjoy it. Have you ever had a dream that's so good that it wakes you up, and then you're mad? 
I don't think so. So I've had dreams uh, when I was way younger that I like would like have superpowers or I would like have some super cool life. This was before I was old enough to understand stress and anxiety. Apparently. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I would have dreams about having superpowers or that like um, something happened and I obtained like a million dollars or I had this really cool whatever something that I wanted. And I would get so excited in my dream that I would wake me up. Or like I'd get to a point in my dream where I would like get become lucid and like start to be able to control it however I wanted to. That's and that the w- best part. That would make me so excited that I would wake up and then I wouldn't yeah. be able to get back to sleep. That's yet. usually when I wake up when I can feel like I control my dreams. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, this is a dream. Like and- I, I can recognize it in my dream. Yeah, and then you fake sleep to try to keep controlling your dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, this took a turn. That was awesome. Dreams. Um, the the other thing, the other what-if situation, and maybe this will trigger one for you. Um, I think a lot about what if uh, I had never gone to college. Mm. Like, what if I had done something significantly different with my life? Yeah. That one messes with me a lot i think about that i think about what if if i would have just because my mom works for the university so i had free tuition on the family or mm-hmm. whatever and i was like what if i would have just gone there and at nebraska mm-hmm. what does she do there um she works in ag hall did not yep cool on east campus yeah yeah she's not a professor or anything yeah um but yeah so she works there and so there's a big push for me to go there yeah i just it's not what i wanted to do yeah which all, is fine all, i think i made the right choice dreams. good yeah, I think I do too. I think I did too. I'm not um, disappointed with how things turned out. I'm I'm happy with my life, but I think a lot about um, what if I would have like just pursued music. Yeah. Um, because at the time, like when I was in high school, that was my plan. Like my freshman, sophomore, and even like half of my junior year, uh, my plan was not to go to college and mm. um, to just like pursue music. And then, of course, you know, the world society told me that that was a stupid idea <laughs> yep. or just not responsible or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. Like, that is a thing that still nags at me. Like, because I've always been, uh, basically in everything I've ever done, I've found some level of success. Like, I've been a high performer and just I'm good at putting my hit, my mind to things and making things happen. And so I wonder, like, what if I would have committed to that and then applied that mindset and work ethic to that thing. Like, yeah, I'll never know. That's tough to think back on those things. Yeah. You know, especially for that. I mean, that could have been a big life changer. And like you said, you'd probably be successful. Yeah. You know? So like your, what if you didn't go to college would be way different than what if I would have just went to the university of Nebraska? <laughs> Cause I would have just been a loser there. No, I don't know. Maybe like you, it's just so hard because I think it's easy to oversimplify those things, you know? Yeah. Like, it's easy for me to say, like, oh, yeah, I would have practiced all this time and gotten really good and, like, all these opportunities would have come up. But it's just as likely that I would have done all that work and never caught a break, yeah, you know? that's and, fair. Uh, been playing in wedding bands my whole life, which is fine. I think if that... If you're making a living. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, making a living playing music is better than um, not making a living at all or doing something you hate. Yeah, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it would, it's just something I think about a lot, especially on like bad days at work. Like, I feel yeah. like every, everybody, no matter what your job is, no matter how much you like it, have days where you're like, what if I was doing something else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. There's a lot of times, speaking of that, that when my job just gets absolutely insane and there's no time for anything. Mm. So I was like, what if I just go back home and work for my dad on the factory line? Yeah. And I get paid about the same and not take my work home and have regular right. hours and right. do whatever I want. Yeah. So that's that's probably the what if that I live with all the time. Just doing something like more traditional. More mindless. Yeah. But you get the money and yeah. whatnot. It wouldn't feed your soul. Though. It sure wouldn't. I'm not. You're I wouldn't change t- you're it. You're too passionate of a person, I feel I like, to do something like that. Yeah. That's what I always think, though. If I'm going to quit my job, it's just like, my life's about to get so much easier. Whatever I do next. Yeah. I mean, in a way. In a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I just, it's interesting to me to always think about, like, I've always been uh, a dreamer. You know, I, I romanticize things. And yeah. I'm like... I always convince myself that the grass is greener on the other side, but then it's just as easy. Like usually what happens is, which like, I'm not saying I would do this, but say I quit my job. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a musician now. Uh, I feel like the grass would be pretty Brown, right? Yeah. At the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> like for sure. things would be super tough. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's always easier to make it seem like it would be better than it is right now. But yeah, I don't know. That's my big. What if I think a lot about like, you know, if your if your life is a choose your own adventure book, if you would have like flipped to a different page at certain points of your life, like how things would have panned out. Like if I wouldn't have moved here, like what would I be doing? I'd Dude, pro- probably be miserable. <laughs> do you one what if that's not maybe it would probably affect my life in a big way. But I think about sometimes what if when you just moved here and like Lee and Boza were out, if yeah. I wouldn't have just buzzingly texted you, <laughs> hey, come hang out. Yeah. Like probably wouldn't have a podcast. I know. Yeah, that'd be so weird. Yeah, I because uh, I mean you're you're definitely like one of my top bros now. Yeah, and that could have just not happened. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting that I went. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never I've never been the person to like go hang out with a group of people I don't know. Yeah. Right. And I I kind of knew. At that point, I was in a different point in my life where that was like the only option or yeah. I was going to be alone for a long time or just hanging out with work people, which would have been different. Um, but yeah, like that was pretty out of character for me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I remember you moved to town and I saw it and I was like, huh, I should probably reach out sometime. And then buddies were over and I was just like, eh, now's a better time than now ever. Now's the time, <laughs> dude. That night was so fun. Uh, yeah. For the listeners. So we're not just boring people with inside jokes. Uh, I had just moved to Kansas City and Jacob texted me randomly, hey, you should come hang out. And then uh, we went and hung out just on the patio at Johnny's, which is just some like neighborhood bar. And it was a blast. And I only knew you because I hung out with you like two times because (laughs) your sister's husband is best friends with my cousin. Right. Yeah. Real random connection. Yeah. Well, I'd say it worked out. It did. This has been great. I'm happy with the way it went. That's one it. What if I don't regret? Exactly. I don't think I really regret any of my what ifs. Yeah, like like I said, like I don't. I love the way they turned out. Yeah, I, I want the I'm Harry ha- Potter one to turn out a little different, but <laughs> yeah, the uh, I always wish I had superpowers. <laughs> That's the one I'll never let go. Yeah, should we move into some headlines real quick? We're yeah, coming we up on our half that. hour. Um, I found a few. Just uh, I've started looking through the. I didn't know that Twitter had like news until a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this is where I got all of mine. Good deal. Um, the first one. Speaking of, like, all the apocalyptic dreams I've been having, 
Apparently, there is a two and a half mile wide meteor approaching the Earth. Um, NASA meteor trackers, which that's a heck of a job title, <laughs> if you ask me, are tracking this thing, um, and it should be. It'll be making a like a close approach in quotes to Earth at the end of April, uh, April twenty eighth or 29th, I think. Good deal. I don't know how close warrants them calling it like a close call. Probably like I feel like they're pretty good at knowing indefinitely or definitely whether or not it's going to hit us so it doesn't seem like that big of a deal but uh for reference a meteor this big would kill everyone good deal because then we don't got to worry about coronavirus exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um (laughs) just wanted to let everyone know if you see a giant thing flying through the sky um say your goodbyes because it's probably too late Um, there's a big what if (laughs) yeah (laughs) seriously uh another headline is uh Good old Judge Judy will come to an end after 25 seasons. That's kind of a bummer. Did you ever watch Judge Judy? Maybe like one time. But it's just been a staple in our community for yeah. a long time. There's a lot of good memes. A lot of good There's a lot uh, of them, yeah. GIFs, GIFs or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I remember like being a kid and for some reason we watched this a few times and I don't know. I don't have really any emotion to it. But Did you ever watch Jerry Springer? I feel like I watched that more. I, I watched that one a lot. I more. watched that when I was <laughs> so when I was in college. Uh, one of my roommates, my sophomore year, was like super into Jerry Springer and like Maori and all those shows. <laughs> so I watched a little bit of that like afternoon TV with him. Good deal. Uh, that was a good time. Um, the last one that I had is Tennessee is in a state of emergency after a big ass tornado. Yeah, that was um, too bad. East Nashville. Last I checked, was twenty two confirmed dead. Yep. 40 structures severely damaged and 43,000 people still without power. Just out of nowhere, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, it is starting to get that time of year. We had a tornado drill at work today. Yeah. Today was a National Tornado Drill Day. Really? Yep. So every business sense. was supposed to do it. Okay. Ask me if Camp Tomashinga did it. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I didn't want to incriminate you. <laughs> I mean, it would have just, what, been you going to the basement by yourself? Yep. Or? Me and our associate director. Yeah. Yeah. And she was in the basement of the chapel anyway because we were getting quotes mm. on doing showers and stuff down there. So it pretty much happened. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. If you get audited, <laughs> that's what you can say anyway. It's on record here. So, all right. Do you have anything news-wise for us this yeah, week? Yeah, I sure do. Um, my first thing is Tony Romo. He signed a $17 million a year contract with CBS to call uh, football games. Incredible. Um, the deal right now is for three years. Um, and then... The NFL and the NFLPA are working on a new CBA, and if that all goes well, and then um, how the TV contracts play out through that, if CBS still gets the NFL, then uh, Tony Romo's deal will turn from three years to 10 years. Wow. Of 17 mil a year. Crazy. The highest person paid ever to talk on TV. <laughs> Just in general? In general. That's wild. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm all about other people getting their money. Yeah. And I wish it was me. <laughs> yeah, I love to talk about sports. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's really good at it. He sure is. Yeah, he is good, and he had a good career. Like I, I feel like I respect those guys more than people who either a never played in the league, or b did and were washouts. You yeah. know, yeah, commentating. Which yeah. like I don't think that disqualifies you from having intelligent, you know, uh, perspective of the game. But for some reason, like I hate when they go back to their glory days. And like, <laughs> yeah, when I was playing, blah blah blah, and they yeah. were they were shitty. So. Yep. Anyway, good for uh, him. And my other big headline, this is a fun one. I'm really intrigued to see how the science of this works. Um, but there's a guy in Ohio named Dell Hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, he made headlines by doing a 
uh, 46-day beer-only diet yeah. in which he lost 44 pounds. Um, yeah. And this year, he's doing a 50-day. Um, he started at the beginning of Lent and is going to go 50 days, beer-only. Uh, he says that the it's pretty easy once you get past the first week. Yeah. Um, I just really honestly don't know how his body functions. I don't know if he has to take a multivitamin or anything. It's not. I don't know how he drives to work. I don't. Does he have a job? Like, how does he do anything? I don't know. But he is sponsored by a brewery in town. Of course. Um, And so they supply him the beer, which is pretty good because they get their name out there on all this. Because, yeah, so good on him. I wish I could lose forty-four pounds drinking beer. Well, uh, you'd lose all your muscle. (laughs) You're not wrong for one. Yeah, (laughs) that's basically all the weight you would lose. That's too bad. Is muscle and probably bone mass. Mm. Not good for you. But yep. So that's happening. Yeah. Go beer. We'll see. Let's let's check in with him after. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to it's see. Fun, it is days. funny that he started it uh, the first day of Lent because it's like, I'm giving up everything but beer for yep. Lent. Yep. Mm. Good man. Interesting. Yep. All right, man. Uh, you got a high bro tip of the week for us this week? You betcha. Uh, my high bro tip is let's just get outside. Oh, um, yeah. In the, I think I saw the 15 day forecast. There's only one day that's under 32 degrees. Good. The rest is 40s and above. So let's get outside, enjoy some sunshine, man. Soak it up. Go play some disc golf. Um, yeah. I've been playing footy on a daily basis lately, I soccer, heard about that. and so that's been yeah. great. And so yeah, do something to get outside. Do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, my high bro tip of this week is wash your hands thoroughly, mm, please, because coronavirus yep. is going to kill us all. Yeah. I watched a video on uh, I don't know somewhere on the internet of some guy doing a demonstration of like he had blue ink and like washed his hands like most people wash their hands and it's left like so many spots on your hands like Mm. uncleaned um so yeah wash your hands thoroughly and then don't be touching your face throughout the day yeah because that's how you're gonna catch germs have you ever thought about how the how it's kind of disgusting that in our culture it's common courtesy to shake hands with people that's literally the most disgusting part of your body germ wise easily could and be. you just give it to somebody else mm-hmm. because that's what we're supposed to do yeah we should start bowing or just give nucks nucks <laughs> <laughs> bowing's okay yeah, too yeah i didn't see that one coming <laughs> well i was just going for like the non-physical contact yeah. version yeah or like a good like head nod head butt <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah go head butt someone this week instead of shaking their hands gently please <laughs> all right all right <laughs> talk to you next <laughs> With that, I think it's time to wrap up this episode of BroDate. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. Intro and outro music is the song Dreamin' by the Talbot Brothers off their album Grey. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at BroDate Podcast, and always feel free to send us topics and questions to feature on the next show. Until next time, stay high, bro.